Wait, is it rolling already? Okay, <laughs> so, hello, and welcome to the Unqualified Opinions Podcast. Um, obviously, the first ever uh, entry in this podcast, uh, there has never been another episode other than this. This is obviously the first one. <laughs> God fucking damn it. Alright, so, hello, <laughs> welcome. Um, if you've heard about... If, if you know what this is, uh, then you might be a little bit confused. So, my name is Pedro, and I created the, this podcast around, like, eight months ago. And I thought I was gonna do it, like, every week. Uh, and I never did it again. I did uh, an intro, and I did a first episode, and I never did it again. Um, I guess I guess a lot of things happened in between. Um, yeah, a lot of things that made me not feel as creatively... Uh, active, as creatively inspired, and I guess I didn't really have the energy to to do this podcast. Uh, one of the things that happened was that I tried to do a podcast on one of my favorite uh, TV shows, and I loved it so much I wanted to do, do, do it justice, but I had noted down so many things. Like, with the first podcast that I did, I did note down a lot of stuff, but I also left it a little bit to my own imagination. Like, I left it to myself to just talk uh, on the fly, you know? But with the... I was doing it about Bojack Horseman. I love it so much. I just wanted to do it justice. And I, I wrote down, like, almost everything that I wanted to do. To write, to talk about. And um, when I, what ended up happening is that I was doing the podcast. And, like, an hour in, I was just like, holy shit, this podcast is so shit. Because I'm not talking about it because I love it. I'm just, like, going through the points that I have and just pointing them out. I'm not... I'm, it's it's almost like a... I'm just pointing facts out and not giving my own opinion. And it, it, it sounded like shit. I hated it. I hated it so much. Um, and that's not what the Unqualified Opinions podcast was supposed to be. When I when I decided to, to do this podcast and when I decided to call it Unqualified Opinions podcast... It's because it's just supposed to be me uh, ranting or just talking about movies that I've seen and what I thought about them, you know? And the the fact that, I think it, it was the fact that I was talking about such a, such a dear TV show to me, such a, such a work of art that I, I love so much and I wanted to do it justice and talk about it and I... I went, I went overboard with it. I, I was, yeah, it, it was just shit. It was just shit. And after that, that I needed to reevaluate how I was doing the podcast because even the first one wasn't that good because I kind of did that right. Um, and I, I was like, no, I need to, I need to just like think about the movie and just say whatever's in my mind. If I, if I have like five minutes to talk, like if I, if I only talk about the film for five minutes, it's because the film didn't really leave a mark on me. Um, and if, if it's five minutes, if the podcast ends up being five minutes, then it five minutes it fucking is. I mean, whatever. Um, another thing that I was doing wrong, and this is something that I did in the first uh, podcast, is that I, I was cutting it. I was cutting too many parts out. I was editing like I can't have any interjections like, uh, uh, or I can't 
like I'm rambling over here or I'm doing this over there. And again, the Unqualified Opinions podcast is not supposed to be like a polished, super edited, uh, perfect uh, coalition of ideas. No, it's just, it's literally about me rambling about movies. And um, I guess that's more natural. That's more of what I wanted to achieve. And I, I didn't really realize that I was not going in that direction in the beginning so that's what i'm doing right now so if i if i start rambling if some of the shit that i say doesn't really make sense just know that that's part of the unqualified opinions it's it's part of the podcast it's it's just me rambling um also i i don't want the podcast to be just me like every single week um because i think that would be annoying and it it also is much more interesting when I'm talking about a movie and I'm discussing with discussing it with someone else. So my idea is to bring on guests and friends of mine uh, that I can discuss the films that we've seen together or that we've seen and then we can discuss them, what we thought about them. So I think that will be much more interesting. I think podcasts with, with more than one person always are a little bit more interesting, right? Um, but that doesn't mean I can't do it alone. And I think many of what I'm going to do, many of the podcasts I'm going to do is going to be uh, alone. Because simply, it's just easier to do it, and other than that, it, you know, it, 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 it's just easier to do, and it, 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 I mean, I'm, I'm exposing my ideas, you see that, my brain just farted a a little bit, but I'm gonna keep it in, because that's just, that's just how the world rolls. (laughs) Anyways, um, today, I'm here to talk about two films, uh, which are, are actually, uh, an original film and then a sequel to it, um, and all in the theme of Halloween because we're we're very we're we're nearing the Halloween. I'm, I might actually post this uh, podcast on the ha- on Halloween. Um, so today I'm here to talk about Wreck, the Spanish uh, found footage film, which I saw. I first saw it like a I think it was like two years ago. Uh, I saw the the whole quadrology, the f- whole saga. Um, and I, I really enjoyed the first two. <laughs> then the third one was terrible. Like, I honestly hated it. Um, uh, I don't know, like... I'll talk about it a little bit later, but... I'm pretty sure the the third one tried to be serious, and it ended up being the most... hilarious bullshit I've ever seen. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess the first one and the second one are really good. And that's, that's what that... that I rewatched it today, and those are the two that I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about today. So yeah, also I I know I had like a whole thing planned in the first podcast where I was gonna do like movie, then short movie, then another movie, and I had like parts where I read uh, reviews of of the film. I guess I'm gonna keep the reviews. I'm I'm still trying to find how I'm gonna do this podcast. So. Bear with me, all right. Uh, I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is we're going back, we're going backwards, and we're going to a more more laid back type of podcast, and maybe I'll start bringing back some of those ideas because uh, I don't have any like short films to talk about today. But do watch short films. Short films are great. Um, all right. So, firstly, wreck the first one. It's so good. It's so fucking good. Honestly, like I've seen a couple of. Uh, found footage horror films, and I don't think any of them are as good as this one. Uh, I hope I hope you're fine with watching uh, foreign films uh, if you're not 
Spanish because uh, it it's really it's so worth it. Like honestly, if you if you don't want to hear the rest of the podcast just yet, go watch Wreck because it's so good. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a fun footage horror film about uh, a, a crew that is following uh, firemen around uh, and trying to see how uh, how their their usual night is. And then there's a call, and they they follow 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 them to wherever that the call is going on, and it's apparently about a woman who's not who's not feeling well, like not being able to leave the apartment, and it just evolves to um kind of a yeah I guess you could say it's kind of a zombie movie, but what works so well in the in this first film is that first the location is so isolated it's. Because they close off the building that they're in, and the whole movie happens in mostly in that one location, and it works so well. You feel that the you feel that claustrophobic phobic um, sensation that you cannot get out, and you're locked in with these monsters. And I mean, in the very beginning, they try to isolate it. They try to isolate the people who have the virus, uh, so as to to keep the ones that are still safe away from them and safe yeah keeping keeping them safe right but it clearly does not work because uh, a lot of people were hiding some things uh and they didn't really understand what was going on and like the moment i think yeah the the moment when the this is spoilers by the way uh i i already warned it once but i'm gonna warn it again but the moment where the kid bites the mother <laughs> that moment it's just it just changes everything because from that moment on I don't think anyone is safe because like there is there is infected just going around and they they might get anyone and it's just it goes from zero to a hundred so fast like there are certain moments that just catch you like like there are certain moments which catch you just off guard certain moments that just jump scare you out of nowhere and they work so well for example when the I think it's one of the firemen. They fall from uh, up the stairs when they're just talking. It's it's so it cuts you off guard because you're not expecting it, and it just plumps in, into the ground. It's so fucking good. Um, also, the fact that like the the found footage is done very well. It, it it's just that the main character is super annoying. She she's always trying to record everything because she kn- she wants the people to know or whatever. But it, she is indeed super fucking annoying, because people people's lives are in danger, and she's like, no, I need to record this shit. Come over, <laughs> let's record this shit. Um, but it it I guess what I thought I found uh, that was very good about this film as well is that uh, all the characters acted like the characters that were stuck in that building. They all acted in different ways, but they all act human. They all acted like we want to get out of here because something is going on and shit, people are literally dying, we need to find a fucking way, way out of here, because otherwise I'm gonna fucking go crazy, um, it, all the reactions from the people in the film are so human, and it, it works so well in building, like, from the fact that it's fun footage, and the people are so, the people act so realistic, and even, like, you, you can clearly see that they didn't spend that much money in, in producing this film, and it works so well, because it, the, like the, I think the most money they probably wasted was on on doing practical effects on the zombies, and even then it's not that much. And it it makes it so so terrifying. It makes it so realistic, and you could see it happening. You could see those people like reacting like that in real life. 
um, I guess, I guess that's the true horror of it. It's, it's a found footage film that truly encapsulates how humans would react in that situation, and it's so terrifying. Like, I could imagine being in that situation, and a ton of people would just go crazy. Some people would just want to go back to their rooms. Some people are more preoccupied with, like, suing the company. I think one of the, the women actually says that she she's suing the company because of what's going on. And it's like, holy shit, these people are fucking crazy. But no, like, they're human. And they have they have a lot of shit to worry about. Uh, and they they don't really know what's going on. They don't know it's a zombie, like... A zombie infection until until it actually reveals itself to be a zombie infection, and I think that is a very interesting. Also, it's it's not technically a zombie infection; uh, it's just a virus that makes them zombie-like, right? Uh, we find out in the, in the in the ending what kind of what it is, but we're not sure. I'll talk about that in a second. But another thing that I think worked very well were yeah, I think the jump scares worked very well because it wasn't just like something jumping on your face. It was like when we when you thought you were more when you thought things were were a little bit safer, like something someone just appears and grabs you out of nowhere, or you discover that oh this person is dead already, or I don't know, and you you really you really want the main characters to live, to try and find a way out of there, um, but some of their choices are really dumb. Uh, another, like, some other choices that they do, um, I mean, it should have worked, but, you know, that situation is not easy, so, um, and I guess, <laughs> I guess, yeah, the whole film, I really enjoy how, how it plays with horror, and it, yeah, in the end, I, there's, there's no character survives it, and it, I like that, I like that, I like the bitter ending, it's, it's really nice to have that. And also, yeah, what I was talking about the ending, um, I like it that in the ending, it they kind of hint that the virus is caused because of a possession. They hint that in the penthouse there's someone who was studying something about um, a possession of a, a young lady and uh, she was acting weird, she was having uh, violent reactions. The thing, The thing that I reached like, the conclusion that I reached with that is that you never really get the confirmation that that's it. Because in the first film, that you reach the ending and it's like, oh, wait, is, is, this, is this about a possession? Is that, is that what's going on? But it's acting like a virus. So it's interesting to think, like, if a possession could work like a virus, that's an interesting point of view. And I think that's more of what the second film achieves. I'll talk about that when I start talking about the second film in a second. But what the first film does so well, it's that with the very ending, it hints at, oh, maybe this could be a religious thing, but it doesn't confirm it, right? So the the religious aspect of it could just be an inter like how the, the person who lived in the last, in the penthouse, interpreted it. Um... And it, it, it doesn't necessarily need to be something religious. It could just be like, it could just be a virus. But the the person in in the penthouse thought it, it had some religious attachment to it. Uh, and then obviously the, the young lady appears and it's so, it's so terrifying. I think that that last part with the, the, the lady who is now a woman, she, she 
has lived with that virus for lived not not really lived she's dead i guess uh but she's been she, she is so terrifying like the body the like elongated body is so terrifying god fucking damn it <laughs> anyways um but yeah i really enjoyed the first one i think the first one is great film you should definitely watch it i don't know if i talk everything i want to talk about it but i guess I guess I talked about what I remember that I wanted to talk about in it. That's that's good enough. Um, I do really recommend it. Like, do watch it. Because it's, it's so good. It's so good, man. Uh, let's check some of the reviews. Because I want to I wanna see what people said about it. Uh, by on, on I'm, I'm checking the reviews on Letterboxd. So, by Jim Drew. One of the best found footage films. I agree completely. Maybe even the best. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I haven't seen that many, but I've seen some, and I, I think this is the best I've seen. Its secrets, uh, its secrets are fairly simple, make it scary, and move it along at brisk, brisk pace. Yeah, the pacing of this film is incredible. It moves so fast, but it moves so swiftly. It's great. This film is never allowed to drag, and we are invited to join the dots like the characters up to genuinely chilling finale. Uh, watching it with headphones on last night was a, a pan-soiling good experience. <laughs> That's a, that is true. I mean, honestly, like, I think it's it's from the fact that it it, it makes it so realistic, the fact that the people react certain ways and it's found footage. And it's genuinely terrifying. Like, when you want to watch a, a genuinely terrifying a movie, I guess this is, this is it. This is it. <laughs> Uh, Alright, so let's have another review by uh, Aaron, uh, part of Hop... Okay, now I'm not going to have this review. Let's have a review by Branson Reese, chilling exploration of what happens when you film a bunch of fucked up shit. Um, yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I, guess, I guess, yeah, I mean, that's what I was saying. It's it's a real, it's a real life uh, mirror image of people reacting to fucked up shit going on in their fucking apartment, and it's... It's so good. It's so good. Okay, so let's move on to Rec 2, which it's still good. I found it, like, I personally, I still like Rec 2, and I think Rec 1 and Rec 2 are the best of the saga. Rec 3 and 4 are not good. 4 tried to to keep on the, the, the story, but 3 was just... What the fuck were they thinking, honestly? Um, but yeah, Rec 2 follows the story immediately after... What, what happened, like, literally minutes after, and it's uh, a SWAT team that goes in uh, to try and, uh, you know, rescue the whoever's alive, which we know from the first first film, no one is alive, right? Right? Uh, but yeah, the mission is to rescue who is alive, and then we find out that there's actually a priest who wants to uh, get the blood of the, the, the first uh, lady, because now it's confirmed by the priest that this is a demonic possession. So this is what I don't really like about the second film. Um, it's that it cements the idea that, yeah, this is a religious thing. Uh, like, in the first film, it gives it hints you that it might be, but it never really answers it. So I, I guess I like that the fact that it's ambiguous. Um, in the second film, like, I'm alright with them justifying it it's a religious thing because then you have the the idea of well but this is interesting because it's a possession that works like a virus it's it's very it's very unique let's be honest like how many films about possessions that work like a fucking virus a fucking illness have you seen um but 
I don't like that they had to to go I guess to make a sequel they had to 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 choose a side right they had to choose is this a virus or is this actually uh, religious has has this actually some religious attachment to it um and I, I I guess I just liked the the ending of the first one so much that it's so ambiguous but uh yeah following from that uh, the priest wants to get the blood from the first the the first lady that was uh, possessed, because supposedly the that the demon lives inside of her and he needs the 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 blood to um, you know to to do the to have an antidote to cure the people. Yeah, what I like about this movie that it it, it keeps it keeps the same uh, pacing. It keeps the same. Um, it keeps the same. Uh, story that the first one was trying to do and it keeps the the chilling vibe and I like that it keeps you on your toes it's still a found footage it's still on the same location you see some of the characters in the first film it literally is the next chapter on on this this story right uh, I really I really enjoy that some of the jump scares are on the same level um, some other things I think yeah I think what I what I don't like as much on this film is that it it went too far on the religious side and they had like demons talking to the priest and them like doing this and doing that uh, and obviously i think i think the choices they made with the story i it's it's not necessarily for me but i don't think they were bad choices you know i think i liked more the first film cuz it's so ambiguous you're like you're connecting the dots as you go and then this film is just like no they're possessed and now we need to find a way to you know talk to the, the team and, and get the blood and you know yeah you know what I'm talking about but it some of the scenes like when when one of the 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 SWAT team uh, members is uh, in the vents and then he sees one of them like going darting against him and he he's trying to get away but he is in a fucking vent so how fast can you actually go and he just closes it just in time it's so terrifying it's some of those things is just so good um also some of the like fucked up things that happen for example the SWAT team uh killing the father of the the child from the first film thinking that he's a uh he's a, a zombie or whatever it is but he's not he's just he he was alive uh and they have no idea about it um it's it's really nice how they did, like to do those fucked up things in the film uh it's kind of I, I also find it kind of weird that you first you follow uh the SWAT team until like kind of the half of the movie then you follow the kids uh and then you you get like you, they they join together um yeah, what happened to the kids? Oh shit, I forgot about that. The kids, yeah, the kids are still inside the fucking house, alive. Cause the, <laughs> I forgot about that, right? Shit, that's true. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I just remember that, like, in the end, uh, the the SWAT team closed two of the kids inside the the low the the. The to was it the toilet? I don't know. But they, they went away and they left them there. Like, holy shit. But yeah, like... Like, the kids are so fucking annoying. I hate them so much. Because they peer pressure the other lady to go inside the house. Like, who the hell... Who the hell sees a house being sealed off 
clearly for like quarantine there's something inside they they don't they don't want to get out their SWAT team going in and the kids are like no we want to get in we have like two brain cells and we want to get inside the fucking house that is being quarantined and there there's probably like a fucking whoever know like that's the thing you look at that shit what do you think what do you realistically think i honestly to me i would just be thinking like okay there is some kind of sh fucked up shit going on inside of that i cannot even think what but i'm honestly gonna keep farthest away from that shit i can uh but the kids are suffering in. i mean i don't get why they got inside of it of the building but I mean, it ended really bad for them. Um, I really liked this as well. Like, that's so fucked up. Like, I think, I think this movie nails the most fucked up parts, I guess. Because uh, when the one of the zombies is attacking the... I think the other fireman that, that is with the kids. Uh, and the girl is trying to shoot the zombie. And then she literally just shoots the fireman in the, in the fucking face. And he's dead, like, immediately there. That's so fucked up, like, they're trying to protect themselves, and she just killed a fucking man right there and then. Like, she, d she didn't kill a zombie, which is fucked up already. No, she killed a person. She killed the person who was trying to help them, and it, those moments are, they cement the the panic, and they cement the, how fucked up that situation is. Um, also, the fact that, like, the priest kills the, the infected child, just like this... And and the the police the the SWAT team is like what the fuck did you just do? And it, I mean the I guess the the priest knows that they're not alive anymore, so they need to protect themselves. Um, yeah, I, I, all in all, like I really enjoyed the second film. Uh, I think it's a solid sequel. I don't think it's as good as the first one because some of the choices are not necessarily my. Like, I don't think it's the cup, my cup of tea. I think they some of the choices they made could have been better, I guess. Um, but honestly, like, it's it's a solid film. It's a solid horror. So if if, if, you're, if you like the first one, I think the second one isn't too bad. I think I don't, I, you won't be as disappointed with the second one. Do not watch the third one, though. I mean, if you watch the third one, at least, don't think about it as a sequel to, to these two. Like, think about it as a, a scary movie uh, Spanish version. Because it's honestly so fucking bad. It's I can't explain how, how, how campy it is. And I don't think it's purpose, purposefully done like that. Like, it, it's so fucking dumb. Honestly, I want to rewatch it just to laugh about it again because when i first watched it i expected it to be like in the same vein or if not in the same vein like close to it no it's just terrible i don't get why the fuck they decided to do that i think one of the directors dropped off in the in that third film so i guess i guess you can clearly see um <laughs> who was the genius behind the films um anyways uh the rec 2 Let's let's check let's check some reviews like why not all right by Ian West even more video game vibes via the SWAT team angle yes uh, I, I I really realize that like that there are some real video game vibes from from the first one as well because the found footage uh, style gives you some vi video game footage vibe uh, what the fuck some video game vibes because uh, obviously you play in the first person right uh, but this one gives you a lot of uh, 
uh, like Cry, Cry of Fear is that is that the name of the game? It gives you some video game vibes because of the, the 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 some of the cameras are SWAT team uh, cameras, and it really looks like a video game. Um, Priest reveals another twist, which I still dig a lot, but I'd be lying if I said I didn't think some of the sad twists were a, a, a little ridiculous. Yeah, I definitely agree. That's the thing. I think some of the choices they made on this film, um, they didn't connect to me as much. One of the things, yeah, 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 I, for, I almost forgot about this. I cannot understand why they chose to make, like, in the penthouse, technically, if the, the lights are off... There are some things in in that in that vicinity that you can't see, but that are there. And if you turn uh, the light on, they're not there anymore. Like that is just so out, so outlandish. Like even if if you include the the fact, oh, there's demons there, but like where does the turn the lights off and there's some shit there? Turn the lights on that they're not anymore. Like where does that come from? Because that doesn't seem religious. That just seems like a fucking magical shenanigans to just make the film more scary because you have to go through it with the the light the the night vision camera like that twist i, I didn't really like that twist uh, that's another of the things that i think was like kind of uh, I, don't, I didn't really like it uh, and uh, one of like the last twist that i didn't really really like but i, I guess that i wasn't like if if you go along with the movie i guess i wasn't as mad with that one is that uh, in the end, you discover that well, the the girl from the first movie is alive, right? Uh, but she is she is now the one who is holding the the possessed lady, like she is uh, holding the demonic possession, the the first one. And how did did she pass it on? Well, it's a fucking bug inside of the person who is possessed, and she just passed on the bug to someone else. It's so weird, like. What the fuck were they thinking? But if you go along with how the film treats the demonic possessions and how it treats the, you know, the spiritualism of it with the biological aspect with it, I guess it's not as weird. Uh, but the thing of turning off the the, the light and sh there's shit that there wasn't before, I, sh I really can't understand that. That's just so dumb. I don't. I can't understand. Yeah, let's keep going with the review. Um, softening the realistic approach for the first film. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. The choices they made in this film, it it pulled you away from the realistic approach of the first film. Like, the first film is so realistic. It's so, like, there's shit going on. There's a vi virus going on. Obviously, in the end, you're like, holy shit, is this, there's, is, is, is this religious? Or is this just how this person viewed this, uh, this virus? But everyone acts in a very realistic way. We are in a close location, and it it makes it so real and it makes it so terrifying. This film goes a lot further away from that by putting it a lot closer to religion, to uh, their demonic possessions, and we can fight it like this. And it it, it kind of pulled me away a little bit. But yeah, again, it's not it's not as bad uh, when it gets going. It's fast-paced fun and still my second favorite favorite of the four. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly like how I think. Ian West, he he hit the nail with that one. So it's it's still the my second favorite of the four, and it, I don't think it's terrible. I just think it lost a little bit what the first one was doing, which was uh you know a a very a very realistic approach to people in that 
like virus situation. Uh, I think that's the most interesting thing about uh, about the first film, and they lost it a little bit in the second one. But you know what? You know what? The second film is still worth it. And if you're gonna watch the first one, do watch the second one. Do keep in mind it's not gonna be as good, but do watch the second one because it's really it, it's good. It's pretty good. Uh, should I should I see another review? Uh, there's <laughs> there's a person here who who said uh, who literally just said in Spanish, uh, I want to sleep with my mama. <laughs> so I guess yeah, it's the second film still has some thrills, still has some some scary shit, um, and I think it's worth it. All in all, I think it, it is worth it. Uh, to the first film, I give it I think I get, yeah I give it a four uh, out of five, and to the second one I give it a three out of five. Uh, these review like. These final grading grades I do, uh, grade, rankings, I guess, ranking, I don't know, uh, that I give to the films, they are not set in stone. I never really know how to, to rate a film. Um, but, you know, I, I, I think it's, it, I think people like to me to give some, some kind of rating. So, yeah, so four, for the first, four, four stars out of five for the first film, and three out of five for the, the, the second one. Okay, um, I did remember, uh, I was, I, I told you in the beginning that I was not actually gonna, gonna talk about any, any short films for you to watch, but I did remember there's a, sh a horror short film that I'm gonna recommend you, I'm not gonna talk too much about it, but, uh, I'm gonna recommend you, cause, uh, cause I want you guys to watch more short films, um, and it's it's a short film about uh, a short film produced and done by High Top Films, which is a YouTuber I watch. Um, and it's The Plumber. It's a horror, horror short film, and it's it's a little bit fucked up. Um, I won't say it isn't. Um, there's there are some comedic like dark com comedy uh, dark comedic tones to it. Uh, I do recommend it. I do. Sorry, I do recommend it, uh, recommend you to check it out if you if you're interested because. Um, it's 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 quite good. I liked it. Anyways, guys, um, this was the podcast. I finally did another podcast. I hope uh, there's there's some good content content in here. Uh, I think I think I talked pretty well throughout the the podcast. I think I didn't uh, stutter too much, uh, and when I did, it's just part of the unqualified opinions, I guess. Um, I want to thank you so much uh, to, for watching, uh, not watching, for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I hope uh, if if you have any ideas of what like how else I should do with the podcast, uh, like send me a message or because uh, yeah, send me a message on my social media. Try to talk to me because I, I want to hear like what you think about the, this these podcasts and how I should do it. I'm trying to get back to doing these podcasts again. Trying to get back to doing more creative stuff in my channel as well. Uh, and you know what? Sometimes I'm just like I need to do it. I need to stop lying to myself that I'm gonna do it, gonna do it, and never do it. I just need to jump on the computer and be like, "All right, this is it. I'm gonna do it." And I guess this, as a non-qualified opinions podcast, I don't need to worry too much about it, right? I'm not gonna like worry about editing this podcast as much because it's just a laid-back conversation between you and me, right? I'm I'm giving my opinion on two films that I think you really should watch. Okay, so once again, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Uh, check my social media so to know when I'm going to drop another podcast. I want to do it every week, but I'm not going to promise that because I, 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 I literally break under pressure. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but anyways, thank you so much. I hope to see you in the next one. And until then, peace.
Basketball.